quits. Yeah, somehow he loses his head. 50 Randy quits. I mean, you forgot Humble. I'll let it go. 50 Randy quits. Punch the Dolphin. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to 50 Randy Quades. Non-quarantine edition. Amen. I-, I am your host, Chuck Banner, also known as certain certain circles as Chucky B. But today on this podcast, we're all business, Chuck Banner. And with me, my co-host as always, JT Tumultuous Melons Money. And we have some returning guests. Our first returning guest is none other than someone who likes to ruin the endings of certain episodes. Maybe not endings, but he likes to dabble on like, you know, just being like, oh, yo, you know, Pacey's going to fuck Joey. So there's that. Oh, he never said that. I know. I'm just getting a little bit more devious, like extending the truth a little bit further than it actually was. But, you know, dropping bombs, dropping bombs. And that person is JT Tumultuous Melons Money. (laughs) The second. My doppelganger? He has returned. Oh, no. And with us, uh, our other guest. Johnny, I can't think of anything clever, Spade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes that's all it takes is admitting that you don't have anything which i think i've done like three times now too. there's a lot of pressure in coming up with well, a nickname every time to think of something that came like hinted at the movie or referred to the movie but i couldn't think of it like uh, don't go in there spade i was like no i can't do that <laughs> we watched halloween h20 20 years say later right. no say it right Say it right. What's it actually called, Chuck? Or otherwise known as Halloween H2O. I'm sorry. It's 20 not. 20 years later. No, it's not otherwise known as. It is primarily known as the most ridiculous bullshit, Halloween H2O. Water doesn't even come into play here. I don't even think there's any water in this movie. No one even takes a shower. That's why it's H20. It's bullshit. Did she mix a little water with her second glass of vodka? No, she was just <laughs> slamming it. No, that was straight out of the bottle, right? Was it on the rocks? No. 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 Oh, no. She, she was no, just drinking straight it was vodka. It was neat in the glass. I don't think it was... And the wine was double-fisted. <laughs> and she ordered that. She was like, she's like, all right, this guy has already seen me drinking this cup of wine. Yo, bring me another cup of wine so I can slam that shit, and then I'll just sip on this one again and get it down to that level again. You'll never know that I've been slamming lot wine while he was gone for two minutes in the bathroom. This is a minor observation, but I feel like no one calls it a cup of wine, so it sounds weird to hear. I think it's usually a glass of wine. Oh, I mean, it's a... I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's I've definitely been weird. at some cup of wine parties. Oh, uh, Solo cup of wine? <laughs> solo cup of wine. And that cup of wine comes from a box of wine, usually. <laughs> cup is a measurement of liquid. All right, I was uh, right. So never mind what. So uh, why do you come here anyway? <laughs> we watched Halloween H two O twenty years later, and if you have any questions or comments, you can go to fiftyrandyquades dot com and let us know what the fuck is up. We watched Halloween twenty years later, twenty two years later. Yes, That's, yeah, yes, that is correct. Shit, man, it's been Math. it's been longer. 
I'm not going to even attempt to say that sentence right now. But it's been a long time since this movie came out. So is it like dog years then? So we're actually on two years past the first anniversary? This is 42. Halloween 42. (laughs) But it's the second anniversary of (laughs) H2O. Well, with that. It's going to be H2O2. Well, there's a reason that we watched this movie. It's because (laughs) Michelle Williams is in it. One of the stars of... Yeah, so this is the third movie in our four pack of movies themed after Dawson's Creek and when I mean themed I mean there are four heroes from Dawson's Creek are just in four movies like I said this would be a more accurate title with H2O on it if there had been a creek but there fucking wasn't <laughs> there wasn't even a rain no, you're right I'd like to go back and watch this movie again just to see if there was ever a drop of water in it and I, mean, I don't there think there was water in the toilets in that bathroom ah fuck they but did they show it? Yeah, <laughs> All right, well, we didn't see it. You can't assume, because I could have assumed there was a pond out in the woods. All right, guys. Um, we are going to introduce now the trailer for Halloween H20. I bet there's no water in the trailer either. 20 bum, years bum, later. Bum. It's 1998 in a remote California town at a secluded private school. We could have a Halloween party, just the four of us. We could have a roaming orgy. I love the way this man thinks. No booze, no drugs, no kidding. One teacher is living in fear. I'm not who you think I am. I changed my name when I went into hiding. Terrible. My brother killed my sister. <laughs> How'd he do that? With a really big kitchen knife. That's enough. I can't take it, Mom. He's dead. It's been 20 years. What's he waiting for? Don't you think he would have shown up by now? What's going on, babe? I don't know. This is a sick joke. <laughs> now. Come on! The face of good and the face of evil will meet one last time. But this time, it's going to be a fight to the finish. This summer, terror won't be taking a vacation. Halloween H2O. It's Halloween. I guess everyone is entitled to one good scare. I've had my share. And we are back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we've already said... This is episode 110, Halloween H20, 20 years later. I'm going to keep saying that because it seems to really piss JT off. No, I was just about to keep to myself, I'm not going to say anything anymore. But I'll just say say it. I'm not going to, I won't say anything else. Nothing else for the whole show? No, I'm done. Oh, you just said something though. So, 
In case you're new to our podcast here, Fifty Brandy Quades, first off, I just want to say I love you and thank you for uh, for tuning in. I also I, might love you. Uh, I mean, you picked a good episode. It's you know 110. What's so good about 110? I don't know. But welcome. Twenty we divides you. into it for H two O. Twenty does not divide into hundred and ten. <laughs> what so, the fuck? So we just want to let you know that we're going to talk about everything, or at least we mean to. I absolutely mean to. I can't wait to spoil this for you. But if you've seen any other Halloween movie, it's already probably spoiled for you. But you know what? Since the, the unlike most podcasts, we'll give you a warning. Five, five. <laughs> this this warning is going to be uh, a three-second countdown from three down to one. And then after that, we could say anything about this movie in any particular order. Spoilers, flying. Not only can we do that, we will do that. It's a guarantee. And we'll probably do it immediately. But oh, anyway, will. here's the countdown for you, just in case you want to know. Three, two. One. Lori Strode cuts off Michael Myers' fucking head, and then we hear a Creed <laughs> song. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Minus five points for Creed. Minus five. I think you're being generous with five. Minus five points from Gryffindor. <laughs> so, I mean, they're already starting out below. We're, you're at negative five Randy Quaid's right now, just to start? Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Well, I mean, that's the start of the podcast. <laughs> That's, we just got right to the end there. But no, yeah, somehow he loses his head. And I've been informed by our gracious host that they explain in the next movie how that didn't really actually happen. And I don't need to see it to know it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know, the next movie I think is probably better too. I think You know what? I think this is probably one of the worst Michael Myers movies, movies that I've seen. And uh, that's just coming from the guts. Does Michael Myers go to space? No. Okay. Because every time a Jason does. serial killer goes to space, it is a horrible movie. <laughs> oh, Jason X was awesome. I, Jason goes to space, and that was fun. I think the Leprechaun goes to space too. I would, I would venture to say that Jason X is probably better than this. Oh, I'll guarantee you, Jason yeah, X I is would better. Have more fun watching Jason X. Uh, so this movie, um, a horror thriller. If you're not particularly. Uh, Familiar with the Halloween franchise? I think you could just guess by the title Halloween, it's not going to be a comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rated R for some terror, violence, gore, and language. I don't Light know on I the gore. gore. Light on the gore, just the leg that got fucked up. Because the slash. Yeah, that was pretty nasty weak. looking, though. That, that, that leg fuck up, that was pretty fucking brutal. When it gets trapped in the butler. Yeah, dude. Oh, my. and she's crawling away, and it's just like, dude. I got my leg trapped in a butler once, and it didn't look anything like <laughs> that. Got a butler? Don't they call him a dumbwaiter, too? That's dumb what waiter, it is, dumb a dumbwaiter. I got my leg caught a dumbwaiter once, too, and he didn't appreciate it. <laughs> he, mine especially, didn't feel that he was too dumb. Especially when you call it a dumb the whole time. <laughs> I was name, yelling at, I was his yelling. name is Dumbwaiter. He's foreign. I just kept yelling at him because I wanted my foot out of that dumb waiter. <laughs> I think that's our dad joke section of so, the show. Halloween Age 20 debuted uh, August of 1998 at number three for $16.1 million of its estimated $17 million budget. I what? When do most Halloween movies come out? Are they usually this far in advance of Halloween itself? 
I feel like August is a little bit premature. Oh, it came out in August. I didn't even look at this. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe they all come out around this time. I don't know. I would say they probably so they have really a, come a around two around month time. build to the actual holiday. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either, man. I don't know. It's more about a serial killer than it is the holiday, right? It happens on the holiday every time. Well, yeah, it's, it's called Halloween. So I'd say the holiday is very important. I would say it's important, yeah, but it's it's more about the serial killer, right? It's more like it's more about Michael Myers than it's Halloween. But Michael Myers only does his shit on Halloween, so that makes it important to Michael Myers, which makes it just as important as Michael Myers. Is it trying to build up fright because Halloween is coming? That might be it, I guess. I don't know, man. I'm not. A, I'm not a Hollywood person who decides these things. You don't release the Bronco on the dead wife's birthday. Is that an OJ joke? <laughs> it is an OJ joke. It took me a second. No, Chevy this year released the new Bronco on the dead wife's birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize it was her birthday. <laughs> yeah. mm. That seems like a bad idea. It seems like a uh, like that was done on purpose. Yeah, it shouldn't take you that long to figure out that's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was on accident, to like just do a little research into what happened on this day in history <laughs> with this infamous vehicle being released again. Oh, it just so happens to be the wife of someone who got killed. I'm wondering if you can't find something almost every day, though. You probably can, but that's a bit on the nose to not just change it. One week later. One week later. Someone died one Even week later. Even one day later. But oh. if you do, so if you do like a week earlier, it's like their anniversary, right? And well, then you got sure both their birthdays. Make sure it isn't. <laughs> well, this movie featured GMC Jimmy's, so we didn't have to worry about Broncos. <laughs> um, speaking of Broncos, Saving Private Ryan. Pulling in a huge $17.3 million in his third week. Is that because John Elway starred in Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> Did John Elway star in that? What, what do the Broncos have to do with it otherwise? That's why I'm checking. There was a horse in the one scene that ran yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, when they were French. And you know how the French people are with them horses. I don't want to talk about the French. They were ash on your penis. I don't have a problem with eating horses. That's fine. We we I will ash on you. We we. If you were a Denver Bronco, you would. Yes, maybe. Probably not. I don't care if you eat me right now. I would and love then, to eat you, Jay, too, buddy. <laughs> and then debuting at number two for a mile high of $16.3 million, Snake Eyes. Which we have done on this show before. Underrated Nicolas Cage classic. Fantastic. I classic. will call it a Cage classic. It is a Cage classic. It's in my Cage collection. It's definitely in mine. It should be in all of our listeners as well. If they indeed have a cage collection. Then he got Ben Stiller and Lindsay Lohan. Cameron Diaz. I'd like to see Ben Stiller and Lindsay Lohan, though. And uh, there's something about Mary remake. (laughs) (laughs) No. You don't need to remake this movie. No, you don't. But it'd be funny. It wouldn't. No, but you got Parent Trap. Maybe just like some scenes on uh, YouTube. No, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, number four, there's something about Mary. In its fourth week, $9.6 million. And then Parrot Trap, in its second week, $8.1 million. Uh, so this movie didn't do well in all foreign lands uh, because those numbers are not available. So I'm assuming it did nothing. That doesn't mean it didn't do well. That just means we don't know. I'm assuming it did nothing. It's possible. But 
here in the America, it a little over fifty five million dollars. So this movie made some uh, fucking killer bank. They made it on the cheap. Off of the name Halloween. Really, the only name in this is Jamie Lee Curtis. And that's not to say LL Cool J isn't a name, but he's not a name as an actor. Yeah. No. Not at this point, at least. But you're drawing in teenagers with him, I would admit, at that time. Oh, no, that's why he's there. No doubt about it. They were trying to draw in the, quote, urban youth with LL Cool J being here. Because this isn't a genre at the time, especially because it mostly focuses on white teenagers. This drawing in a black crowd. So you put LL Cool J in there, and you're like, maybe. You put some commercials on MTV, boom. $55 million later. And the trick is you don't have the black guy die first. He didn't die at he all. He didn't die at all. That they, was they fake the, you out. That was the fake out swerve, which was yeah. awesome. He comes in and stops her from killing Michael and Myers. It's also the same thing nah, in really. that shark movie. <laughs> Tries to. Where you expect LL Cool J to die, and then he never does. Deep Blue Sea? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good movie. Do you think LL Cool J was supposed to be the next that Morgan was Freeman? terrible. Then? That's why it's a good That's what I mean. Okay. Like That's one that I would pick, and knowing full well it's a shit movie, and still rate it pretty well because it's fun. It's the key factor that this movie lacks. This movie's not fun at all. No. It just sucks. Well, I mean, okay. It just sucks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw this movie in theaters as a youth. And I was huge into the Slayer movies. I loved uh, the Halloweens, the Jasons. The Rain and Bloods. That's what I was thinking. Seasons in the Abyss. Angel of Death. Goosebumps. And Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> Did you see the Pete Nickelodeon like, miniseries reboot of that? No, but I'm interested it's in It's like three it. episodes. It was, it was it. Really, really good. I'll have to check that out. It is not what you're thinking it is. Even That's Are You I'll Afraid say. of the Dark really had some good stories for the time. And it was Canadian. I didn't know that. <laughs> a lot of Nickelodeon was Canadian. A lot of stuff on HGTV, at least at some point, was in Canada. Well, Pete and Pete and all those shows, uh, Salute Your Shorts. Well, I oh, wonder, I loved Salute Your Shorts. I wonder if any of the writers of this movie were Canadian. I don't know, but uh, I know Steve Miner um, was the director of this particular Halloween movie. And it was written by Robert Zappia and Matt Greenberg, based on some characters made by, oh, I don't know, Jack Carpenter and Deborah Hale. That's true. And uh, so the main actors, as we touched upon, Jamie Lee Curtis, she plays Larry... Er, Larry. Lori Strode. A.K.A. Larry Stroke. <laughs> and Carrie Tate. Because uh, she's got a little split personality thing going. Carrie Tate. No, yeah, she's just hiding her identity because everyone knows that Larry Stroke is being chased by Michael Myers. I thought Larry Stroke was being chased by Terry's taint. Adam Arkin <laughs> is uh, Will Brennan, the murdered love interest and also murdered. Uh, Michelle Williams is Jen, a.k.a. Molly. Mostly inconsequential. Yeah, Like most much. characters in this movie, inconsequential. Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. Uh, Josh Hartnett making his debut, I want to say. It says introducing. As John Strode or John Tate. I'm guessing it's not his first role overall. It's his first like big role. Where yeah, it's like we're making it. we're this is a guy that's gonna be part of the machine now. And he did. He put out a lot of movies after this. A lot of pretty good ones. Yeah, a lot of pretty bad ones too. Oh yeah. Uh uh LL Cool J is Ronnie. Um uh, He writes erotic fiction. Yes, yes. Fiction. Definitely fiction. 
Uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt makes a brief appearance as Jimmy before catching a skate to the face. My man. And <laughs> Chris Durand. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. He's Michael. Myers? Yes. I didn't like this Michael Myers. He seemed, he didn't seem thick enough. Like, Although he definitely was strong because he like lowered himself from that fucking rafter with yeah, one arm. Yeah, the actor did that in real life for sure. Maybe he did. Definitely didn't. He waited up know. there. Not a chance. For like five minutes. I just feel like he yeah. Wasn't... What was he doing? Was he like sitting on the rafter? He was like, I know or she's gonna he come just... back through here. <laughs> or was he just like hanging there with one arm? He was getting his pump on. He had to have been further up just so she couldn't see him. Okay, you're yeah. walking down a hallway. This dude's. Up above you. I, yeah. Uh, just anytime he <laughs> thinks he's hiding, like when he's peeking in on the windows on Ronnie the whole time, like, there's no way Ronnie does not catch him at some point. He's not hiding. He's literally just like, I can see you. This movie would have looked better as a comedy. Like, all the parts he drops out, he says something. Like, he drops from the rafters like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Peekaboo, motherfucker. <laughs> That's something we need to do. We need to do a, a re-recording that people can listen to over the audio track of the movie. It's not a commentary, but is instead us just voicing Michael Myers. <laughs> you can listen along. Or if it was just like, just like, I've been looking for you forever. I just want to start a family. Do you have my knife sharpener? My knife is dull as hell. I've been killing all these people to get to you. Not to murder you, but so we can be together again. They're brother and sister. I know. Oh. Not like in a sexual way. Oh, you, the way you say start a family, like that to me. Incestual torture porn. No, he just wants to like be part of a family and not be in the prison system anymore. I'm just saying like the term start a family to me doesn't mean brother and sister reuniting to be together again. Like starting a family. Is <laughs> brother and sister a making a. Well, let's put it this way. I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying that's what it he sounds like. He wants to like. be a part of a family that's again. That's better. See there. That's exactly what you needed to say. Okay. Incestual torture porn. Featuring Argyle Socks. <laughs> Featuring Argyle Socks as Argyle Socks. <laughs> Introducing Argyle, Argyle Socks. So before we uh, get into the meat and potatoes of the movie, we're going to give yourselves uh, a second here because we're going to have a breakdown. IMDb style. Laura Strode. She's now the dean of a Northern California private school with an assumed name, and that name is Carrie Tate. She must battle Michael one last time. Yeah, right, my ass. And it's, uh, you know, the life of her own son that hangs in the balance. Did you add any aside about my ass? Oh, yes. Okay, I thought so. I also changed it from the shape to Michael. For some reason, IMDb had it listed as, uh, like, must battle the shape one last time. And I did not know what the fuck that meant. The shape? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck that meant. And I have seen just about every goddamn Halloween movie. Maybe real, true Halloween... Halloween? True Halloween fans refer to Michael Myers as the shape. Totally thought you were saying Hollywood. I have no idea. I didn't know what I was saying. That was the problem. So at one point in this movie, um, I started checkmarking how many times JT was referencing whether or not LL Cool J was going to die because I knew he was going to survive. And I just wanted to see how many times. And I got to two, maybe three I'll say, I was gonna say. I think I maybe said it three times. I would say, well, because there was one where you didn't necessarily say 
uh, LL Cool J was going to die, but you said, oh, this guy's going to die before LL Cool J. And I was like, oh, is that a third one? I would count it because I'm still saying LL Cool J is going to die again. And then, like, the thunder was kind of taken away from it when LL Cool J appeared to be dead because then, like, you're no longer questioning whether or not he's going to die or where he's going to die because you think he's dead. And I was like, oh, man, he probably could have gotten more guesses on him dying than actual kills in this movie i thought you said you were going to check mark how many times i commented on josh hartnett's proto emo pixie cut hair. no i should have done that because we talked about that a lot i couldn't the movie. i couldn't let it go and i won't let it go i hated the haircut the, point, was the, the pointy sideburns the, the the fluffy back I, I knew i knew plenty of people who had that haircut in, in 2003 <laughs> the duck butt for the back <clears throat> Not even though, because if you had a pompadour with a fucking duck tail or du- like duck tail on the back, you know what I'm talking about. That's a good look. This was just like fl- you fluff it up in the back, and it wasn't even long enough to be worth fluffing up. Like I'm getting mad just thinking about the haircut right now. Well, it was like he put a little uh, bit of like like he roughed his hands through the back with a little bit of gel, and then like it didn't wash the front of his hair. No, like he intentionally week. pushed the front down with the rest of the gel, so it was flat to his head and the back was puffed up and the sideburns were pointy. He looked like a fucking elf, but in a bad way. Like I'm so cu- I'm more caught up on this haircut than I am the quality of this movie. Which should tell you the quality of this movie is very low cuz this haircut was shit. Is that one or two 911s? Three of them, buddy. <laughs> three, I don't, do you hear the tone the, of my voice? The haircut is three 911s. This is on a scale of one to 911 9-11s. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to let go of the hair now. I'm going to let... I've let it go. Woosa. So only six people in this movie died. That's it? Yeah. I think that was a little... Uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, you know what? Six people in this movie died, and three of them died, like, immediately. So you're telling me that in the rest of, like, if if three people die in the first six fucking minutes of this movie, and then the uh, the other hour and 20 minutes, another three people die, that's fucking lame. Are we including Michael Myers as death? Yes. So he so only killed only five, five people. And is that taking the security guard out, too? No, no, because he did not die. So it's five deaths without security guard, without Michael Myers. Yeah. And two of them happen before three of them the start scene of the movie. Three of them happen before the start scene of the movie. For the beginning credits. Yeah. So that means you had three kills the actual whole movie? Two after two. the opening. <laughs> two. two. Well, and then the, and and then the ending with... My, yeah. Well, I mean the the guy that was the Michael Myers no, really had, died. It just wasn't actually Michael Myers, according to the next. No, film there were in more. The, you had um, the dude who had his throat slashed in the dumbwaiter, or was put in the dumbwaiter. You had his lady friend who was smashed in the dumbwaiter. You had the guidance counselor who got stabbed by the knife and held up in the air and fell, and then he died. So that's three. Um, and Michael Myers is four. And you had the three to start. Yeah. So okay. So seven. I didn't. I didn't write down the Michael Myers one. We're up to seven total deaths. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't write down the Michael Myers one. That was the only one I didn't write. Down. Still, but that's the problem, though. None but of them were really that memorable or that. Good. Almost half of them were before the start credits in the movie. And again, I don't think any of them were particularly good no, either because you didn't see them happen or they were just boring. And the girl, you, you don't. The girl with the dumbwaiter. Yeah, I would say that one. was a good kill. I'd say it was the only good kill. The premise of the skate to the face was good, but you don't see it happen, so that takes away points right there. Yeah. And well, and like you said, all the throat slashing was really bad because, like, one, you get your throat cut, you're not going down like that with 
the amount of blood that they showed. I did, there, there's going to be a ton of fucking. Blood. I did like the guidance counselor being hung up in the air, though. That I was a cool like death. That, that, that was, was a cool, cool death. And yeah, the way that they dis- the, the way that Michael Myers displayed uh, the girlfriend uh, on like the lights when they turned on the light to going down that hall, and she's just like hung up there with the yeah. light like coming through her fucking like like stomach cavity. That was fucking brutal. So like, there was some really cool shit in this movie, but it was just mostly a shit show of garbage. Like, ba- like this whole movie is just making money off of the the what we know of the characters from the first movie. And they they cash grabbed on Halloween and the fact that horror movies were really popular at this time. Scream really reinvigorated the horror market. It died off again quickly until Saw came back into the mix, and that kind of reinvigorated things again. But they capitalized, and they got the cash grab here. In that, they succeeded. They made money. So to the studio, no matter how shit this movie is, that's a win. I think every Halloween movie, for the most part, that's got Michael Myers in it is going to make money. Because I went and I saw the last one. I don't think any of them have lost. Ah, that might be wrong. Some of them in the 80s might have lost money. I don't. I, I would be willing to say they probably didn't. But that's just <laughs> they without They quality. So I think the quality of the No, those the movies profits. were better. And those movies were, were far better. But I'm saying the amount of money spent on effects and big names in the movies and things like that. Some of those in the 80s didn't really have much of that. They were just... They, the storylines that they went with were... This was cut and dry, straightforward, Halloween... No frills. Some of the shit in the 80s gets real ridiculous. Well, and that's not a problem for me, but it starts taking the story in real supernatural and strange kind of ways. Whereas this is just straight up, Michael Myers wants to kill Lori. That's the story. Oh, wait, she's got a son that he wants to kill, too. Cool. That's the extra well, bonus. They brought that's in. It. They brought in, like, that he attacked her in the original movie when she was 17. Like, he went to prison as a child. Like, she was saying, like, you know, he went away, like, killed my sister, and then he went away, and then he escaped, and he came back after me when I was 17. And then she sees the card, and it's his 17th birthday, and maybe that's why he waited this long, because he was like, oh, I'm going to play a long game and come after her son when he turns 17. Really stick it to that bitch. This is so such a boring premise that they added no drama to like yeah I didn't feel like there were any stakes here and when all. you think about it like that it really falls so flat as a standalone movie and even as part of the series it's a very weak installment to the halloween movies i think so the one thing i know we had a discussion about during it was the starting credits how long they were the imagery the flashing the news articles all the stuff that went through. When we were talking about it, I was kind of thinking on the lines, like you guys were talking, where it really caught people up that didn't see the last ones. So for being a 20-year-old movie revigorated, it was a good way to start it because it showed you the history behind how you got to that point. So you could watch it even if you hadn't really seen a prior and it one. it opened fucking awesome with those fucking three kills like right away i mean yeah we don't see the two we just have to know that it was michael that did it yeah it's it's almost like the studio used that clip up till the start scene to sell the movie 
and then just be listed it and, <laughs> and put together crap for the whole rest. Was just movie. like, yeah, we'll just kind of fucking throw something together and put it out there. People will fucking eat this shit up, and then we can make another one in about a fucking year. Yeah, seventeen million into the movie, and they probably put ten in that first scene up until the starting credits. And that was just getting like the names on there, like Jamie Lee Curtis. Too. <laughs> I, was, I bet that most of that seventeen million was Jamie Lee Curtis's yeah. uh, salary. Yeah. All day. So, I mean, there's not really much to say about this movie other than, like, it's a cut and dry, kind of like what you're saying. So, after that opening scene, we go to uh, Northern California, where Lori has now changed her name. She's got a son. She's a headmaster at this school. She works there. She's a little overprotective because, I mean, yeah, there was a serial killer in her fucking family. I think you're going to be a little overprotective, right? But... Uh, her son kind of freaks out. She says he can't go camping, and he's all like, Mah. and then <laughs> fucking, she gives him the blessing, all of a sudden, shit goes fucking crazy. Well, about as crazy as it's going to get in this movie. Yeah, like, I'm sitting here trying to be like, alright, yeah, let's break down what happens, but there's just so little that fucking matters. They go to California, he follows behind takes a fucking car after murdering those three people, goes and stalks Lori and other people until the finale. The movie was... It just doesn't... Nothing fucking matters. Well, and that's where I was, like, watching it. I was like, man, when is this going to start ramping up? And then it just ends. It ramps up when they start the roaming orgy. That's like when because everything that's when ramps he starts up when killing, you start a roaming orgy. Exactly, that's he, when he starts killing the high school kids that are at the roaming orgy. So he kills a guy like that's when the kills ramp up in the second half is when they're all in this very unsafe fire hazard, not really, having an orgy. You really wanted to get me on the roaming orgy <laughs> discussion again. He should have. He should have killed the the mom and daughter when he stole the car. Just just add. Fucking no, no that would have made me mad. If he would have killed that mom and that daughter randomly for no reason, and they established in this movie that if he didn't have to kill, he wouldn't kill, because he could have killed Ronnie for fun during that entire scene that he's on the phone with his wife and looking at the abandoned car, but he was just toying with him and looking at no, him. No, man, dude, I love This cool Michael Jays. is not like a ruthless, bloody, kill-anyone kind of killer. It's just, if you're in my way, I'll kill you. I think he kind of is, though. But he, if, if he were, he would have killed Ronnie right there in the shack. Yeah, I mean, LL Cool J's got this thing in his contract where he can't die. Like Morgan Freeman? Why did he kill the kids in the beginning? He got what he needed. Yeah, exactly. They weren't in his way. I don't want to see him kill a fucking like four year old girl though. Like, well, I'm that not scene interested was pointless too. Why did we need to see him steal a car? Like, you're right. Uh, that that whole scene was bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Like. If you're going to put that scene in there, he should have killed him. Or at least kill him out. No, that's stupid. Just cut the scene. Get rid of the scene. Because killing them is pointless. The whole scene is pointless. <laughs> you think they got the whole movie done and we're like, we'll just put this scene in there. It adds an extra 10 They're minutes. Trying to show that Michael Myers has problems too. Like, oh, he got a flat tire. He needs another car. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred to see Michael Myers out there, like, changing the tire. <laughs> I humanizing him a little bit. I think, uh, now that I think about it, I think it was ultimately just so he could go from being in the cool sports car to being in the creepy jalopy. And they needed a reason to explain how it happened. <laughs> Probably I right. I honestly think that's it. So why kill the mom and the daughter? It's only about the jalopy, which he took. You're probably right on that. I really wanted to see a tea party with Michael Myers and the daughter. A tea party? 
Yeah, it would have been a creepy ass scene. Michael Myers having tea with the little girl. Oh, I thought you were referencing sort of like weird act that I didn't know. I want to see uh, Steve Buscemi <laughs> play <laughs> Halloween. Uh, Michael Myers. I want to see him play Halloween too. He would have had tea with the girl. Yeah, he would have. And he would have done and it she with the mom's it. head on, on his head as a hat. <laughs> Wearing it on his face, doing it his little kooky dance. I knew that. I knew that. I've seen that. <laughs> next time on Nicholas Tag Cage Talk. <laughs> what is the next Cage Talk? We haven't done one in a while. Yeah, that'll be coming in uh, September. Cool. We'll be coming back. If, if you're caught up with what we've been watching in the Hashtag Cage Talk collection, you'll know the exact date. That we will be airing the next hashtag cage talk movie. If you don't, that's cool. It'll be a surprise. But yeah, that's pretty much what's happened in this movie. Although there was a uh, date rape joke. What I didn't catch it. Every good movie has a date rape joke. Yeah. When uh, when fucking Lori's boyfriend, the teacher guy or whatever, he goes into that room with the two girls, with Jen and Jen's friend. And they're like, she's like, oh, what are you girls going to be doing tonight? And they're like, yeah, we're going to go to the bar and slip some roofies and some people's, you know, and, and their drinks, you know, get some date rape going on. And I was like, oh, this is where they're uh, making some rape jokes. You know what, though? His response back to it was beautiful. I am too busy getting my nipples pierced. I did hear him say that. <laughs> it was a good response. It was a good response all day long. You know what I'm saying? And maybe he really was. Well, he's dead now. So I don't think not. he was. I think he was actually going to get killed by a serial killer. Well, he wasn't going to do that. That's just what came across. <laughs> His him. nipple very well might have gotten pierced. Yep. I think he just got like. But then he like slid down the knife, like it went up his body, so it might have got up to his. Uh, could have maybe he could have had a right angle on it. Could have. Could have. A little bit of nipple piercing with the tip of the cutlery. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little nipple piercing. So, does anybody else have anything to say about this movie? Anything else to say about Fuck it? this movie! Johnny, Johnny Spade, you got anything left to say about this movie? Or should we just get straight down to the fucking ratings? I think any other thoughts I'll have, I'll explain with the rating. Alright, alright, I can respect that. I can respect that. So, at this point in time, we are going to be rating Halloween H20 20 years later on a scale of 1 to 50 rating quades. <laughs> 1 is terrible, and 50 it's, amazing. It's 22 years later. <laughs> well, that's not what the movie's called. It's 42 years later. Um, IMDb gives this movie a 29 out of 50 rating quades. Horseshit! <laughs> Uh-uh. We're going to go ahead and start with our esteemed host, J.T. Money. Two. And I'm not explaining myself. The haircut is enough. I think you heard my rant. I think you heard my diatribe. You know how mad I am right now? The haircut. Just talking about how mad I was about the haircut. Oh, my God. No, but beyond that, it really was just a formulaic, boring-ass fucking Halloween movie. If I want to watch a Halloween movie, I want to watch one that's exciting and that's good. And that's any number of Halloween movies, including the Rob Zombie ones, that I will take over this fucking horse shit. Two antiquates. I'm out. Fuck you. Two Uh, Johnny Spade. I'm going to give it a ten. And... It gets five points for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it wasn't really memorable. The 
deaths weren't that cool. They did some fake outs that would have been a lot cooler. The garbage disposal scene would have worked a lot better had it actually happened, but they just teased it. And uh, I'm not really a Michael Myers fan. Any of the Halloween movies I've ever seen, they're just not that memorable for me. Oh, so uh, would you see this movie again? Would you recommend it? I would not, and I would recommend it if you want to watch a bad movie. <laughs> JT Money back here. Uh, I would not recommend this movie to you. I will never fucking watch this movie again. I'd love to find a way to forget that I ever did. And I will not be purchasing it. Oh, out of me. I already own it. Yeah, you showed up here with it, and I said maybe that's a good sign. DVD, baby. Jap. So this is JT, Voluptuous Melons Money, and I would personally give it a 29. I thought this was the best movie ever, because this is what JT Money really likes. I mean, when he sees this stuff, it brings a tear to JT Money's eyes. Just to the point where, I mean, come on, Jamie Lee Curtis, I have dreams about her. JT, Voluptuous Melons Money, and Jamie Lee Curtis is a beautiful thing. That short, that short hair just works so well. Yeah, it works well on Jamie Lee Curtis. Doesn't work on Josh Hartnett. Well, so Josh Hartnett's hair. The reason I loved his hair so much is it looks like I literally had my hands just buried in either side of it with his face in the pillow. <laughs> so JT Money personally gives this a twenty-nine. And what about you, esteemed and gracious host, Chuck Banner, the first of his name? Well, I mean, you forgot Humble, but I'll let it go. (laughs) (laughs) I originally had thought, all right, I'm going to give this movie a 35. And then the Creed song came on. I was like, yeah, not so fast, 30. (laughs) Then we went and we were setting up. And we were talking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking more. This is going to probably lose more points. And then we uh, talked about it a little bit more. Then we started the podcast. Well, we kind of started. And we're talking, and then we started finally doing the podcast. And I was like, man, this movie is just pretty fucking terrible. Uh, it's definitely the worst Halloween movie. It offers no real story. And really, the only thing of consequence that happens is Michael Myers is supposed to be dead. They explain that away in the next one. So, if you're watching all of these in order, you watch this one and you're like, this is a fucking waste of my goddamn time. I know there's like three Halloween movies after this. How does he fucking die? What what happens? Oh, it gets explained away in two fucking seconds in the very next Halloween. Man, fuck this movie. I'm going to go ahead and give this movie... Uh, I mean, I own it, so I got to give a couple more points on top of what I'm going to give it. So I'm going to give it a 12. 10 plus 2, 12. So that didn't turn out very well for this movie. But JT Money loved it. That's all you got to remember. JT Voluptuous Melons Money may have, but JT Tumultuous Melons Money sure as fuck didn't. And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say that uh this you know this Dawson's part or this Dawson's part. <laughs> this Dawson Creek. <laughs> you know. 
for being H2O and not having a fucking creek in it. <laughs> That's right, JT. <laughs> that is the best point, JT. <laughs> Thank you, JT. <laughs> it's all you, JT. Well, I think that we can all agree that you can catch all of our episodes on 50RadyQuades.com and go to Twitter at 50RadyQuades and go to Facebook, uh, 50RadyQuades. Chuck, tell me. <laughs> Chuck, can you tell me what's on the next 50 Randy Quades? Next time on 50 Randy Quades, episode 111. See, I feel like that's the number that you want to be like, thanks for tuning into a special episodes. That's three ones in a row. That's aesthetically pleasing to me. The Skulls. So we wrap up our Dawson's Creek four pack with The Skulls, starring Pacey Witter. Uh, Joshua Jackson. Can- yeah, it's all Canadian the same. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> he will forever be Pacey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to wrap it up with probably the best movie in this four pack because these first three movies have been fucking garbage. The more I sit on Varsity Blues, the, the better more it was. I think I like it. Yeah. Yes. Disturbing Behavior was a steaming pile of turds, oh. but this was this, this was, was this was a steaming pile of turds that someone let sit for a week and get hard and dry, and so, then they brought it inside, put it in their microwave, and heated it up for like 15 minutes, so it was bubbling and boiling and splashing all over the inside of the microwave, and then you don't clean the microwave for like three months, and then you use it to heat up some food that you're feeding your mother-in-law, and she gets sick and fucking dies from it, and then your wife divorces you. So then I buy a boat. <laughs> Always buy a boat. Always the answer. But that's how bad this movie was. So Varsity Blues would be the one out of all those that I would watch again. Yeah, I don't want to watch this again, and I own it. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's probably a good 20 to 30 movies in my movie collection of owned movies that I just never want to see again. The one with JT and JT, though. Until next time, we watch movies so you don't have to. Peace out.